You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. About uh, the disease or, or diseases of arrogance and boasting. I talked about the definitions and the <coughs> symptoms of these diseases. And as with any other disease of the heart that we've been covering over the past nine or ten months or so, we have been talking about the treatments for these diseases so that we may recognize that if we have them within ourselves, we know how to cure ourselves from them. And hopefully, inshallah, by treating and removing them, that we do not uh, reacquire them. As for the cure of arrogance, there are several aspects. First, we should remember our humble organic origins. As the Qur'an reminds us, we are created from a drop of semen in Surah 75. One of the righteous uh, forebears uh, to, to dramatize, one of the righteous forebears to dramatize our humbleness said, a man carried between his two sides uh, feces. In other words, what is the source of a person's arrogance? God says, perished is a man, how ungrateful he is, for what stuff did he create him? From a drop of sperm, he created him and proportioned him. Again, Surah 80. <coughs> Let man reflect from what he, was, he has, was created. He was created from an ejected fluid that issues from between the loins of the, and the ribs. Quran, Surah 86. Has there come, out, uh, come over man at a time when he was nothing remembered? We created a man from a sperm drop mixed in order to try him. Surah 76, verses 1 and 2. These reminders suppress any uprisings uh, of arrogance and conceit. In Islam, we have religious heroes for a reason. To study the personalities of the companions of the Prophet وسلم, is to study incredibly great people who are humble. Abu Huraira, the illustrious uh, repository of prophetic hadith, once sat in the company of another person who immediately moved his feet away from Abu Huraira out of respect for this august companion of the Prophet <coughs> But Abu Huraira rejected, objected, said, why did you move your feet? The man said, out of deference to you, Abu Huraira replied, for someone like me? I do not see anything, uh, anyone in this gathering worse than me. A cousin of Ali ibn Abu Talib asked him, Who is better, you or Abu Bakr? Ali answered, Abu Bakr. And when asked the same question of Umar, he answered, Umar. He then asked him, What rank do you have, Ali? Uh, what rank do you have? Ali said, I am a Muslim among many. It is astonishing to hear people nowadays who do not come close to the stature of knowledge, wisdom and piety of Ali who nonetheless are so easily offended when they perceive others slighted by uh, when others have slighted them and, and acts we perceive as humble today are often attempts at attaining the mere appearance of humility Ibn Atayullah said if you are aware of your humility then you are arrogant but scholars say the following if you are not like real people at least mimic them it is better to simulate humility than to be an outright arrogant iman. Imam Ghazali said, if one wishes to master calligraphy, then he must go to a master calligrapher and repeat what he does. The fourth aspect, uh, uh, are, are, the fourth aspect is arguments owing to beauty. The cure to realize that beauty can be the most illusory of things. Social conditioning impacts our sense of beauty more than we would admit. But even if we were to ignore this, why should beauty ever be a cause of arrogance, an obnoxious sense of superiority for something one had nothing to do with? First of all, Allah is a fashioner. It is He who has given us all things, their shapes and their forms. Second, beauty wanes as the pressure of age and stress uh, tear down flesh. And we are left with what, is, uh, what we should have focused on in the first place, the content, content of our character, our beliefs and our deeds. My respected brother, I've touched on a few of these uh, reminders in terms of the cures for arrogance. Yes, we do. it's not that relative to each other, we may find that we have been gifted from Allah subhanahu wa certain abilities or skills or strengths or secrets, shall we say. But it does not mean to say that by, by default that makes us better than the other person because we don't know what the other person has been gifted. Whilst we might know what we've been gifted with, we have no idea 
to what uh, other people have been gifted. And remember, even if someone is perceived as being arrogant, arrogance is a disease of the heart, not the tongue. So somebody might appear to be humble, might be arrogant inside, and vice versa. The most important thing to recognize with arrogance is that we should not be concerning ourselves with other people having arrogance, we should be concerned about ourselves and the arrogance that we may have because Allah is going to ask us about ourselves and our heart and our state and the diseases that our heart was afflicted by. Yes, in terms of beauty and certain physical aspects, some people may be gifted or being blessed more than with others, but with any gift comes a test because it can be a fitna for yourself and for other people. Therefore, if somebody has been gifted with physical appearance which is better than someone else's and it's because of the way they were born, then that is one thing. If somebody, for example, chooses to make their body a particular way through either mutilation or through eating too much or eating too little, that's a separate issue. But in terms of the physical beauty that one has, in terms of the facial features that one has, which is often what we refer to, or the hairline that somebody has or doesn't have, these were things that were given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we as doctors know this very well, that when we see patients, we see people, how many times people are born with certain aspects, deformities, whatever you want to call them. It wasn't their choice. And we should always recognize, so if, if therefore if somebody has beauty, it doesn't mean to say they're more intelligent. Where does the external automatically relate to the internal, be it in terms of the mind or even in terms of spiritual state or the heart? Therefore, you should recognize that beauty in and of itself or physical appearance means nothing in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unless it makes that person more pious compared to other people. Indeed, the Prophet was the most beautiful or most handsome of all men. But what he was, he, he was the most humble of all men as well. So it doesn't mean to say that just because one has this attribute that was God-given, that it should mean that when it comes to the, the attributes of the heart that we should acquire, uh, that it should be an obstacle. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والأصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا عملوا الصالحات وتواسوا بالحق وتواسوا بالصوم. In relation to arrogance due to wealth, the affluent are notorious for showing contempt to those of lesser means. This is not to say that all wealthy people exhibit this. There are many generous men and women who recognize the source and responsibility of wealth, but they tend to be the exception, unfortunately. We know Uthman ibn Affan. He was again one of the most wealthiest uh, of men that existed at his time. Yet, he was the third Khalifa. He was beloved to the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu He married not only one, but two of his daughters to him when one passed away. Yet, he used his wealth for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So he enjoyed his wealth. He used it, but his hand was full of it, but his heart was empty of it. And this is the point. This is what zuhud is. Your hand can be full of something, but the heart should be empty of that thing. Because the heart should only be filled with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Anything other than Allah is only hindering oneself. It doesn't hinder Allah. Allah doesn't need us, but we need Him. So if we are putting things in our heart other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who is going to get hurt at the end? Us or Allah? The seventh is arrogance for having a lot of something. Like a teacher having many students and then seeing himself as being a better than another teacher. The same is true for with those who boast of having many friends, especially those in so-called high places. Again, it's why? Because people, one of the things that drives one to become arrogant in one's ego is being recognized by people. Why is it that many people indulge or engage in black magic? Because they want power. It's a heinous thing to do. It is haram. It's going to take someone to the hellfire. Yet, why do they do it? Because it gives them power. Because, these, because they, get, they feed on the anxieties of other people. Other people come to them and make them feel lofty. So again, we should recognize that people, whilst they can benefit us being in the right company, they can also harm and hinder us, particularly and take uh, toward the hellfire. Eighthly, is the arrogance of our having knowledge. 
This is particularly insidious given that knowledge is an honorable matter. A knowledgeable person may, uh, uh, may believe himself to be superior to others due to the veneration shown to him. These are various causes. Uh, this issue of knowledge is, again, it's, it is a, it's a disease, it's a fitna. Yes, it can benefit, but the more a person knows, the more a person is obliged to act on what he knows. An ignorant person, a person who has no knowledge, he can be excused for not acting. How many a time does a patient come into hospital and has done something that we thought, why did he do it? But they didn't know. So you can understand why. But if a person knows and does something, like a person takes an overdose intentionally, how do we, do we often have the same sympathy for someone who does that compared to somebody who inadvertently took too many tablets because they were trying to make themselves better? The two are not the same. Therefore, knowledge, whilst it is a, ben uh, it is a benefit to an individual, it can also be a source of one's destruction. <laughs> I'm going to stop at these, uh, uh, and inshallah, Brother Ahmad can continue the remaining uh, cures of the heart rate to arrogance because it's such a big topic and it should be given its due time. May Allah make it easy for myself, my brothers, my sisters to understand and appreciate all these diseases, particularly the disease of arrogance, and to be able to rectify ourselves in private so that in public we are not labelled as those being arrogant. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.